Hey, you hear that? The holder, Riley Dixon, and the kicker, Cole Murphy. Spot is down. The kick by Murphy is up and in. And orange uniforms pour out onto the field. Without Jerry McNamara, we would have won 10 games this year. Taramina steps up, he shoots, he scores! Matt Taramina in overtime! Syracuse wins 2-1. to one. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. The fields make me wanna Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Here is your host. Got a bad feeling about the Red Tacks. Welcome back. Welcome aboard. One way or the other, we are so glad you're here, kids. Hope your Thursday's going well. Gonna get cold tonight. Better go in the uh, closet, grab that heavy blanket, put it on the bed. Single digits. Burr. Must be Syracuse basketball season, and that it is. Jim Beheim, head coach of the Orange. Heard of that guy. We're going to hear from him here momentarily. Coach Babers later this hour. Predictions sure to go wrong on Syracuse hoops and more. Without further ado, let's kick off this hour. It's our first of our weekly conversations with Jim Beheim. Every Thursday here on ESPN Radio Syracuse. And we started off uh, with the coach today on the approach when you've got so many new players. Well, the approach is uh, you probably spend a little bit more time on the details, um, try to simplify things uh, as much as you can uh, so that the group is able to function you know, properly. Uh, we have a lot of veterans. You obviously can do more complex things. Um, try different things. Uh, when you have a, a relatively, obviously, young group, you try to get back to the basics of what we do and make sure everybody understands that part uh, before you try to add a lot of complications. Jim, uh, we've gone through two exhibition games here. What were some of the pluses and minuses uh, from your standpoint in those two? Well, I think the good thing was we played two pretty good teams. You know, Division Three, you don't know what you're going to get. These teams were both very good teams, winning traditions, uh, very well-coached teams. So we got good games. Sometimes if you play Division Three school, they're just not capable of, of doing much. Both these teams were good teams. Uh, they forced us to play solidly, make some good plays. Um, it helped us to work on our press, uh, to be in trouble, to have to fight back a little bit. Uh, all that was very good for us. Uh, defensively, I think we showed some really positive things. Offensively, uh, and certainly early in the game, we weren't very consistent in our movement, what we were trying to do on offense. But second half of both games, we had better movement. Uh, it helps when you make shots. Uh, we made some shots. That always makes your offense look better. Um, in the first half of both those games, we had pretty good open shots. Uh, but when you go one for ten from the three, uh, it's going to be hard to score a lot of points. Jim, we mentioned a lot of the new faces, and I want to ask you about a couple of them. But looking at the experienced players you have coming back, namely Tyus Battle and Frank Howard and how they're going to work in concert in that backcourt, what do you expect from them here early on in the season? 
Well, obviously, there are guys that are key for us. They're veterans. They know what we need to have done. They've both produced in different situations. And now uh, they're the guys that are going to be the foundation of our basketball team. And uh, we expect them to, to be ready to do that. Staying at that guard position, I know he's battling an ankle injury right now, but when he's fully healthy, what have you seen from Geno Thorpe and what he can contribute? Well, unfortunately, we haven't seen enough of him in practice. He's been out for probably 17 or 18 days, so he's way, way behind, and uh, we need to get him back. He's still not 100% healthy. We need to get him healthy, and then we need to get him more assimilated into what we're trying to do. Jim, you never know where some of those new players are going to come from. Gino came from South Florida, and Merrick Dolzhai comes from Slovakia. How's he getting used to things here at Syracuse, and uh, what can you expect him to c- contribute early on? Well, our, our frontline guys, without getting into each guy, I don't, we're not going to do that right now, but uh, we have a lot of young guys, and we really have to be patient with them, uh, get them to play at the highest level we can on defense, uh, that's a little bit easier, or it's actually quite a bit easier than offense. Um, our defense is very simple. People try to make it complex, but it's really a very simple defense. Uh, we need to get them to play well on the defensive end. Offensive takes time, um, and all of our frontline guys uh, you know, need time to work and develop their offense and That'll be a work in progress all year. Jim, I always like to ask you about defense because, you know, it seems, you know, you work on the press, you work on the man-to-man, and people say, oh, are they going to play more man-to-man this year? But I think we've talked about this in the past. It's all situational, right? It's all game well, situations. And you mentioned earlier this week you've got a shot blocker back there now that can help out. But it's something that just kind of pops up in, in game situations, right? Well, uh, you're not really. Uh, you know, we're not in the – we're not a chemistry lab. We're not experimenting right. on things. We're going to uh, watch practice, uh, get a feel for our personnel, get a feel for what they can do and what they can't do. And then in the games, we're going to implement things that we think can be successful. And uh, we'll see how that goes. Jim, a uh, big week uh, for the Bayheim family. Buddy signed his letter of intent to uh, come here to Syracuse. And, of course, uh, Jimmy's going to be on the other side of the court against Cornell tomorrow. And I wanted to ask you about Jimmy, and I know it's early and, and we've got to get going here, but what, what kind of role do you think he can play there? What is he expecting here in his freshman season? You know, they've got a lot of young players, and he's just got to work hard like uh, like any freshman and see what he can contribute to uh, uh, who knows? Uh, it's it's always difficult to figure what a freshman's going to do, but he'll work hard, and uh, he's a smart player. Hopefully he'll get an opportunity uh, to play this year. Well, Jim, we appreciate uh, the time today. Looking forward to chatting all season. Uh, we'll do it again next week. All right. Thanks, Brett. That's Jim Beheim. He's the head coach of the Orange. You knew that already, and it is presented by Skinny Atlas Jewelry and Boy. How, how weird is that going to be? I mean, look, if you have gone to Syracuse basketball games – any time in the last, you know, 15, 20 years, if you go on a regular basis, you have seen the Bayheim kids there. And, you know, these little guys and gals, right, just kind of tugging at mom and dad's, you know, pants. And then they get a little older and they get a little older and a little older and they celebrate 900 wins. And you're like, wow, they're getting older. And they're like, whoa, they're going to, like, high school and scoring 40 points a game at JD. And, like, wait, they're going, they're in college. And, oh, Cornell's first game on the schedule. And get, well, Who's on the? Can I see that Cornell roster? Jimmy Beheim. 
How weird is that going to be? But it's it, it's awesome too. And Jimmy's going to go against Buddy starting next year. Just really cool to see. Donna DeToto wrote a excellent piece about this today on Syracuse.com about, you know, Buddy's certainly aware of his family legacy, and how could you not be? But he's trying to kind of forge his own thing, always, you know, kind of love basketball. But he went one way. He wanted to play in the Ivy League and kind of do his own thing. Buddy just wanted to follow in Dad's footsteps, and he always wanted to be here at Syracuse, and we'll see that next year. And he signed his letter of intent this week. Jalen Carey signed his letter of intent this week. Darius Basley signed his letter of intent this week. First top 10 recruit for Syracuse since Carmelo Anthony. Heard of that guy? So the future is bright, but the future in terms of this season starts tomorrow. And as we kind of talked about with Coach Beheim, there are tons of unanswered questions here and things. You heard him say it. There's like, I don't want to go through every player right now because we don't know. There's a lot he needs to see. There's a lot we need to see on the court. Always good when you get a not really answer from Jim, by the way, when you ask a question. Off to a roaring start there, uh, X-Man.